This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1151, How to Break Through Stuck Scores on IELTS and TOEFL. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and today's featured guest. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Get three tips from TOEFL expert Jamie Miller today about finally improving your test scores. IELTS students, don't worry. These tips work for you as well. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, my friend, Jamie Miller. I'm so excited to have you back on IELTS Energy. I'm glad to be here. You're so energetic. (laughs) It's the name of the show. I can't help it. Um, Jamie is a TOEFL expert, guys, and she has actually been on IELTS Energy before, but this was years ago, and Jamie has an amazing new program um, to talk about today. But More important than that, we have three secrets for you guys. Everybody's always asking, like, how is TOEFL different from IELTS? And as a TOEFL teacher and an IELTS teacher, we know they are very different (laughs) and there are very different strategies. But these three things today, guys, will help you no matter if you're an IELTS student or a TOEFL student. And this is like high level secret teacher stuff. Yeah, I agree. I mean, in terms of being able to break through where people's scores can often get stuck. You know, if they need an IELTS score of eight or a TOEFL score of 26, uh, I've seen a lot of people take the exams again and again. And what can happen is that they'll reach what looks like a ceiling on their score. Mm -hmm. They can study and study, change tutors, try all of these things to try to break past that point. And it won't happen. And people get really discouraged because they don't understand why their score is stuck. And I think people often start to fear, maybe it's never going to change, but then they may have friends who are getting those results or they see people online that have gotten those breakthroughs Mm -hmm. and they don't always understand how to make that actually happen. So that was what I was hoping to talk about today. Yeah, for sure. I mean, especially it's weird to be like, Oh, there's secrets. But I mean, I guess you could say it took me like years to figure out that these are the reasons why. So, well, exactly. I mean, we are two teachers of these exams, of preparation for these exams with years of experience. We won't tell you how old we are. Um, you're going to guess we're in our early 20s, but we're not. We've been doing this for so long, guys, and we want to bring some wisdom to you today. 
I shouldn't say we, Jamie is going to bring some wisdom to you today. Um, but I see this most often in IELTS writing. I know a lot of students just get stuck at a six. They can improve the listening. They can improve the reading, right? Um, and it's just like, what is the mystery? Like, what, what am I missing? I feel competent. I am good at things and English. Why, what am I doing wrong? So definitely, guys, if you are feeling stuck at all, listen to Day. So we need to get to our first tip, actually, because all three of these are so good. I want enough time to give to each of them. So what is the first way that students get stuck and how can they get unstuck? Okay. So one of the problems that I see that comes up again and again is that people get really distracted and there's a lot of ways that that can happen. So it might be physically not having your space set up. Uh, yeah. Trying to study in the living room or in the kitchen in the while your kid is watching Disney movies <laughs> or something. Um, <clears throat> but it could also be using too many sources. Like, for example, on YouTube, especially throughout the time of the pandemic, the number of teachers who are offering free tips and this suggestion and that suggestion, it has just become absolutely overwhelming. And so yeah. it's kind of like when you go to the grocery store and you're in the salad dressing aisle, except now there's like even 50 times more salad yeah. dressings than there used totally. to be. And you're just like, whoa, how do I even pick like <laughs> which one to buy? So when you're on YouTube or on Facebook groups, there can just be so many conflicting strategies and one person's strategy may or may not go with another person's strategy. And so if yeah. you have, let's say like a puzzle that you're trying to put together, but you mix up all the puzzle pieces from different puzzles exactly, and you don't have the picture on the box and you're just trying to put the puzzles together, you're going to find that they don't fit with each other. And so that yeah. really is where people get distracted by how much information there is out there Definitely. and then they get overwhelmed by that. So that's the problem. And the solution to that or the secret is that you need to study a complete curriculum, mm -hmm. complete curriculum. Complete. Yeah, in a distraction-free <laughs> environment. And I think it is important to talk about it being complete because yeah. IELTS has got particular scoring criteria mm -hmm. for writing and for speaking. Right. TOEFL has those same kinds of criteria, but some tutors or schools may only focus on part mm -hmm. of those scoring criteria. Yeah. And so if you're not focusing on like the whole thing, I mean, you're going to you're going to lose sight of all of that. So exactly. And, and just to take that idea of, of completeness of input, uh, one step further, as far as IELTS goes, like if you are learning IELTS from someone who is not an expert in the scoring system, then they are giving you an incomplete picture. There are so many small little details that go into fluency and coherence that go into these different scores. And if you don't know that, if you think, oh, this is an IELTS teacher, this is a TOEFL teacher, they're giving me what I need. But if you don't know everything you need, you're not going to get the score that you want. Like it's just impossible. Um, and another definition of that complete system is just like, not, not piecemealing it together, right? This is the distraction aspect. Like, oh, I think this person knows about reading, but this person knows about um, writing task two, and this person knows about writing task one. <laughs> None of this is going to gel together. I was just um, working with a personal coach student this morning, and they were talking about what a relief it was 
to land in the three keys system where everything they needed was in one place and they knew it was all correct, right? Like what a relief for TOEFL students to find you, Jamie, and to finally be sure that they can get all of the correct information. Your brain needs support and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yeah, it's a huge issue. I mean, I've been tutoring for TOEFL now since 2010, and I step far away from the camera that you can't see my gray hair, but I do have a <laughs> You can you see know, mine. <laughs> but I've been, but I've, been, I've been doing this for a while, and there was a time when I was a lot younger and I had a lot less experience than I do now yeah. when I... I taught, I used to teach TOEFL lessons that were about what I was comfortable with, not necessarily what my student needed. And over the years, as I learned how to be better and better and better at my job, I, I developed the ability to teach what the student actually needs. Yes. Not necessarily just what I was comfortable with as a teacher. Um, And I think that that is true because sometimes you'll see that there are classes that are only for like topic development or they're only for grammar or something like that. And that's only part of where your score comes from. So you've got to be looking at like the complete picture. You have to be looking at the complete picture. So that, that I would say is secret number one is make sure that you're really like studying that complete program in a distraction free environment. Yes. Yes. Completely, completely. Um, Which can be hard to make for yourself. Yeah. And especially during effort into that. COVID quarantine, it's really hard. So I would suggest that even if uh, the student who's listening just sets up a corner of their bedroom where they've got a place and they tell their family, like, don't touch any of my stuff here. And you can set up your books and organize all your things. You need that location that you can just make your own. Because like the kitchen table doesn't work because you need to clear it off. And like you have to have your things to study. And I think especially if you're studying online, it's even more important. Totally. People hear online learning and they think it's all inside the computer. And I'm like, no, like you've got to have your notebook. Yeah, exactly. And you've got you have to, to have, have like the lists on the walls and the, lists you on know. The wall. I love, yeah, exactly. You need <laughs> things like that. That's another reason why your kitchen table doesn't work. Like where are you going to put lists on the wall? No, but it's true though. You got to set up your space. You have to have yep. a distraction free space. For sure. For sure. Um, all right. And then secret number two, I think is closely connected to secret number one, actually. Um, so not only do you need a complete system, but you need to know who is making the system and who you are learning from, right? So what is tip number two? Okay. Tip number two is you need to get expert feedback. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the reason is because there's this very common problem, which is that everybody in your life has an opinion about how to get your IELTS score or how to get your TOEFL score. Even though they never took the exam, they may not be teachers (laughs) <laughs> they never took it, but they have an opinion about how to do it. And everybody's got advice. Yeah. Um, and just because somebody 
like is an American, that doesn't mean that they have the training to teach you. And just because somebody took IELTS or TOEFL, that also doesn't mean that they have the experience to guide you. Exactly. Yeah. Teaching and doing. Those are two different things, right? There's a lot of things we do that we can't explain. And even if you do something well, it doesn't mean that you can help someone else do that same thing, right? I mean, that should be logical to everyone, but it doesn't seem like it plays a part when people are trying to improve themselves because they they want to do this at the cheapest, easiest way possible. And sometimes it seems like, oh, it's free to go on this forum and this student got an eight. And so they can tell me how to get an eight. Right. But again, like that person is not a teacher. And and also, I mean, it, it is about the fact that we do not always accurately assess ourselves in terms of true. The, we don't know what we don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah. I do have a quick story that's kind of related to that, cool. if I may. So yeah. um, a couple years ago, I was teaching private lessons to a pharmacist. It was a, a man and he was really, really smart. And he paid for private lessons with me and I gave him homework. And he came to class number two and he didn't do the homework. And I was mm-hmm. like, where's your homework? And he's like, well, I didn't have time to do it. But I'm really worried about my pronunciation of linking sounds. And I was like, whoa, wait, hang on. That was not on your homework. (laughs) But he was really anxious and really nervous about it. And we talked about it for a few minutes. And I said, student, I've never noticed that you make a mistake with pronunciation of linking sounds. Like that may be a problem for other people. But for you, I haven't seen that that's an issue. So in the week since I saw you, like, how did you suddenly become so worried about your pronunciation of linking sounds? And you also didn't have time to do the homework that you paid me to assign <laughs> to you. And he confessed, he was so like ashamed. And like, he was oh. like, I was, I was studying for free with another woman in, in our oh, program, no. like one of my classmates. Oh no. And I know the woman, I know the woman who he was studying with. The woman told him that he needed to work on his linking sounds. Oh, man. She needed to work on her linking sounds. (laughs) So my point about this is that (laughs) advice that works for one person doesn't necessarily work for somebody else. But if you ask that person what to do, they're going to tell you what they did. So he asked her and she gave him the advice that worked for her. But imagine that you're trying to navigate, right? Your friend is on one side of town and you're on the other side of town and you're both trying to meet in the middle. You need to follow directions that'll take you to that location. And your friend needs to follow different directions that will take them to the same location. But if you follow the same directions that your (laughs) friend is taking, you will not go to the same place. Right. I love that metaphor. So that's like really what I'm saying about why you can't necessarily just like blindly do what somebody else did to get the yeah. same score. Yeah, no, it's so true. There, as as teachers who do give personalized advice to advanced students, all levels of students, but a lot of these upper intermediate stuck students, right? Um, it is interesting that the advice is not expected sometimes and a lot of times. And to see that light bulb moment is one of my favorite, most cherished feelings of all time, right? Just to be like, okay, you say that your grammar is horrible and da, da, da. And I'm like, that is not what's holding you back from your score. Right. Right. Like it's actually pronunciation and 
specific examples or where, whatever it is. Well, right. Yeah. But like, it, it's such a unique combination. I mean, I look at yeah. the, I guess last year there were 15 people that I helped finish permanently with TOEFL, which mm-hmm. is exciting. Cause it's like, sometimes people are stuck with it for a long time. But like, yeah. if I look at those 15 people, they each worked with my program, but each of them had a different combination of reasons why they were not getting yes. a speaking score of 26. Right. And so each of those 15 people had a customized plan that moved yes. them. Like they had their own directions that led them right. to the destination. But I didn't give 15 people the same directions because exactly. it wouldn't lead to results. Because everybody's different. Exactly, exactly. Um, all right, so tip number three, Jamie, what do you got for us? Uh, okay, so... Uh, you need to get tools and protocols to fix fossilized errors, so which may seem a little a good topic. Hmm. Yeah. I do. Do we ever talk about fossilized errors on IELTS energy? Maybe we should start with. Yeah, we've um, it's been mentioned before on the show for sure. But I think this might be a new term for a lot of people out there. It's nothing fancy, you guys. It's, it's a cool name, fossilized errors. These fossilized errors are mistakes you are making. It's most often describing grammar mistakes, but it can be vocab mistakes, pronunciation mistakes, any mistakes you are making that are st- you are stuck with. You are not improving that specific mistake at all. And you are making this spe- specific mistake again and again and again. Can I give some examples? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so in TOEFL, And actually, this would be like an IELTS speaking too. It'd be like the same sort of thing where they ask you to talk about somebody. And if you don't conjugate the verb properly and you say, the man think that, and you forget Mm -hmm. the S. So the Mm -hmm. right thing is to put the S, like thinks that. Right. The fossilized mistake is forgetting that S. Or you could also do it with uh, vocabulary or Mm -hmm. any pronunciation. So like you were saying, Jessica, it's a mistake that you probably know that it's wrong. Maybe you learned in school the right way to do it. And even though your teachers told you before, when you're talking, you accidentally mistakenly say the wrong thing. So that would be a fossilized mistake. And normally they're, they're frustrating. I mean, I know a lot of my students start, everybody has them. I'll start my program and people say like, I know I'm making that mistake. And they don't necessarily know yet. They haven't learned yet what that process is to change it. But right. my program has a study protocol for that. Yeah. So, and that's also another great vocabulary word, a protocol. What is, <laughs> what, what's protocol um, mean? A protocol. Okay. Well, like if you work in a hospital uh, or any, any kind of like office environment, you're going to have procedures that you follow, like do this step one, do this step two, step right. three. If you're in a kitchen, a protocol might be following a recipe in a particular way. So I created study protocols uh, so that when people are retraining accuracy, they are doing it in a way that will actually get a result. Exactly. Uh, Because I noticed for years, I, again, when I had a lot less experience, I used to tell my students, study this, study that. And some students would be really successful and they would improve and other students would study and they wouldn't get a result from it because they didn't know how to actually stop making those mistakes. And over the years, I developed these protocols, uh, a recipe, if you want, like a study recipe that leads you through step-by-step. So you don't have to guess because I mean, that's part of the reason is like, if you don't know, 
you don't know, and you're probably yeah. just going to continue making the same mistakes. So you need totally. somebody to like train you how to exactly. do it. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, Jamie's developed this amazing system. It, it, it's all about a system, guys. Like, I think a, just everything we're talking about today is developing a system, choosing your system, committing to a system. And this specific system, this protocol, is amazing for identifying your mistakes, your personal mistakes, right? Because, like we said, for tip number two, it's not the same for everyone. So, if you can get professional feedback on what your specific mistakes are, and you are given a, a system, you know how to get these out of your head. You know how to get these out of your speaking or writing for that matter, step-by-step, step, right? And it involves memory pouches. I'm just, I'm in love with Jamie's system. I think it's revolutionary. We don't have anything like that. I haven't seen anything else like this out there. Um, so I highly recommend guys that you check out Jamie's services for fixing these these stuck mistakes that are keeping you from the highest speaking scores on IELTS or TOEFL, guys. So, Jamie, where can people find out more if they need a complete TOEFL system or perhaps they just really want to tackle speaking? Absolutely. Well, my website, jamiemiller.com, uh, is a place where you can explore and you can specifically look for my service, which is called Understand How to Fix Fossilized Errors. And that includes a complete diagnostic two diagnostic reviews for TOEFL. So if you want TOEFL speaking and writing or two speaking reviews or two writing reviews, we can do a nice. customized combination. But after I look at your speaking and your writing, I'll help you create that personalized protocol so that you've got the, the tools that you need to make those. Um, and when my students have used that in the past, they've increased their accuracy by 86% when That's they're speaking amazing. spontaneously. Yeah. So it's like wow. the first time, the first time that they're saying something, it can be 86% yeah. more accurate, which, you know, imagine what that'll do to your TOEFL score or your ability to communicate effectively at work. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, I mean, like Jamie said, the system is couched in the TOEFL sort of reference guide as to like scores, and this is your level right now or whatever, but it, it's, it doesn't just have to be about TOEFL guys. This is it's about honest. improving your accuracy. It does right? work. I mean, a few months ago, I was working with a dentist who had the option to take either one of the tests. You know, there's some people that yeah. are is it good or is it bad that they've got the option to take either test? I don't know. It's like a double-edged sword. <laughs> it's another podcast. <laughs> but yeah, I know. It's so, yeah, it's tough. So originally though, she was studying for TOEFL and she was using the program and the memory pouches and her English was getting a lot more accurate and anxiety was a really big problem for her. And mm. we were strategizing about like how to get through it and decided that maybe we should just try switching exams and like going and seeing it, which is rare. I do not typically, I typically do not recommend that. Yeah. Um, but she just went to IELTS, like without looking at strategy, like she purposefully kept herself in the dark. Oh gosh. Okay. Because she knew that her anxiety levels would start to kick in. Oh, and then wow. if she knew what to expect, it was going to hurt her. Then it would build up in her head and create more anxiety. Exactly. So okay. this was like this rare situation where she had studied and knew exactly what to expect for TOEFL and was terrified of TOEFL, <laughs> but had great English and like surprised herself and went to IELTS and she got an eight. Oh, wow. That's amazing. First time she ever took it. 
but but it wasn't like it was a miracle. I mean, she had been using the memory She'd pouches done for the months, work. and yeah, she did the work basically. That's so awesome. I think that that really is like maybe my point for today. It's not just about strategies. Strategies are not going to get it for you. Improving your English level is the thing that's actually going to change your score. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, I love it. I am so excited that we finally got to have you back on the show. It's been years. I, know, I miss you, long. Jamie. I know. I miss you too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so guys, I am so excited and pleased and honored uh, to invite you guys to visit Jamie's website. Uh, Jamie, what is your site now? Uh, JamieMiller.com. So we'll put a link maybe somewhere just because when people spell my name, it, you know, it gets, confusing, yeah. So come back to the blog guys, uh, allersenglish.com. This is IELTS energy episode 1151. So come back to the blog, all of the links and the correct spellings will be there. Yeah. Um, and also if you are interested in this improvement of your accuracy, sounds like something that you need. I definitely encourage you to check out Jamie's program designed just for that. There's no other program like this out there, guys. So if you go to Jamie Miller, dot com slash speak. You can check out this program directly. All right. Awesome. Jamie, thanks again. And hopefully you'll come back soon. I hope so too. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.